This is episode 074, the Step Into You Retreat and the six powerful themes to take away. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hello and welcome back to another episode on Woman Awake. I missed last week's episode because I was away on retreat. I actually had packed my laptop and my microphone with the purpose of recording an episode for you all. However, I had the incredible privilege and awesome opportunity of actually doing six one-hour coaching slash healing sessions whilst I was away. Many of the women that were on this retreat, which I'm going to talk about more in a second, actually decided to take their healing and their growth a little further, which was just so incredible. I ended up setting up a little corner with some candles and some sage and some chocolate and diving into these beautiful, incredible Reiki slash EFT slash coaching sessions, which were all very intuitive and powerful and remarkable. So hence, I'm now here this week and I've decided to actually talk to you about the retreat, which was, my gosh, this time last week was our second day. And I was there for Lorraine Murphy's Step Into You retreat as her, she calls me her spiritual guru, but that's not quite the name I would have used for myself. I was there hosting her Miracle Mornings, um, incredible experience. I'm going to tell you all about it in a second, but before we get into it, I just want to remind those of you that are wanting to attend my upcoming live workshop up here on the Central Coast. It's on the 14th of March, starting at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Sorry, So it's really soon. It's happening next week. Tickets are still available and you can still get 50% off for your friend if they choose to come along with you. The link will be in the show notes as usual. So please do book in. I'm really excited to start these breathwork and somatic journeys with you and to build on them month by month. So hopefully we can create a beautiful, powerful circle that shows up each month for incredible healing, deep healing, powerful shifts, up-leveling, awakening, and of course, just being in the energy of other like-minded people. So please do head over and get your ticket. If those of you that are keen to come are in Sydney and you're wondering how long it takes to the Central Coast, it's only about an hour and a half, maybe even less on a Sunday morning. So if you're willing to make the drive, please do come on up. I'd love to have you there. I have had a really big influx of inquiries for coaching and for my 90-minute heal sessions, 
which are, although still mentoring, coaching focused, include a lot of breath work and EFT to facilitate some really quick, powerful healing. So if you have been sitting on the fence, sorry, and you're interested in exploring this, please do hit me up and send me a message because my books are going to fill up really soon and I have very limited time slots available at the moment. So please don't hesitate if you've been thinking about this for a while and even if you've reached out to me and then dropped off the line, come back in and have that chat with me now because, yeah, it's been busy, beautifully busy. Okay, so let's get into it. Let me tell you all about this incredible retreat. So I highly recommend in the show notes you'll see a link to Lorraine's own podcast on this retreat where she basically goes through what this retreat entails from top to bottom in terms of the itinerary, the food, all of it, which is great if you're one of those people that is considering doing your own retreat. It was really helpful for me um, to listen to her episode because it took me straight back to that whole experience and was really, really, really exciting to hear all of that again and to feel like I was back in that incredible experience. My episode, I'm not going to go into as much detail as to what happened at exactly what point within the um, retreat. I am going to share with you more of what I witnessed, what, what magic and themes and massive learnings that I witnessed. But as a little background for you, Lorraine and I have actually known each other for 11 years now. We actually used to work together back when we were both in PR and marketing. So 11 years is a long time. And within that time, she has had multiple jobs. She has started her own business, which was called the Remarkables Group, and started her second business, which is her now her business under her own name. She's an incredible mentor, an incredible teacher, entrepreneur, businesswoman, mother, life coach, mentor. She's just evolving into such a powerhouse. And she has some incredible books out there that I highly recommend you have a good read of as well. So when she reached out to me last year to come along to her Bali retreat, I 100% said yes. But as you know, COVID came along. That didn't happen. Nor did the first two Noosa-based retreats, which are October and December last year. So finally, we made it happen this year, which was an absolute thrill. And I don't think I was fully... I was going to say I don't think I was fully prepared, but that's not true. I actually had been doing a lot of journaling on how I wanted this experience to feel, and I was very prepared for this experience to be life-changing. I didn't realise it was going to be such a massive upgrade for me. I feel like all of the years of growth, of study, of self-healing, of exploration, of more study, of work, of motherhood, and the spiritual catalyst that that is... And even more so, all of that actually came together on this retreat. Like a puzzle that you've been slowly working on, but you weren't sure what the final image would be. I feel like I finally saw that puzzle image almost to completion on this retreat. I feel like all the pieces of me that have felt beautiful and powerful, but a little confusing and I'm not sure where they go, all came together and I finally realised and fully embodied uh, this quality in me, which is to cherry-pick these ideas and modalities and spiritual practices and wisdom teachings into my own brand and my own version. I cannot believe how much magic flowed throughout this event. It really did help that we were on incredibly powerful land, and I mean 
up in the Noosa hinterland, literally looking out across what felt like a sea of trees, as far as the eye could see, all the way to the coastline. And this beautiful spirally energy in the centre of the land that just felt powerful and sacred and like you had this direct line to Mother Nature. Lorraine weaved a really beautiful deep exploration and unfolding and awakening for her attendees as they explored what was blocking them in their life, what their vision was, how to pull it all together. It was incredible to watch her work, her magic actually. And I supported the attendees through their mind, body, soul, healing and transformation. And this might sound weird to say this, but truly I even surprised myself as to what unfolded. I remember saying more than once during this experience that we weren't just doing yoga, we weren't just meditating, we were holding space for each other through powerful energetic healing. And that's exactly what happened. So there were two-hour practice sessions each morning. I helped facilitate masterclasses on EFT and energy management. And of course, as I mentioned, there were plenty of private healing sessions and I'm really thrilled that so many of the women on on, uh, retreat have actually contacted me since to continue their healing, which is just incredible. I've actually not ever been on retreat where everybody showed up for each other and for themselves and for their journey. It was really powerful. So as you can probably sense, I really am looking at myself quite differently. I'm fully embracing this inner healer, this spiritual midwife, this intuitive that I am and I'm feeling this energy of flourishing and this becoming of myself. And I think I, I don't know where I said this, maybe on an Instagram post, but I feel like I've, I'm putting my crown on and I'm leaving it there. So it was a huge up level for me, a huge gift. Um, it was also beautiful to be away from my normal routine of life and not pack a lunchbox and not pack a dishwasher and not worry about the laundry and eat incredible food three times a day, way more food than I normally eat, but delicious and, oh my God, mind-blowing food that just I never had to cook for myself or anybody else. It was beautiful. And collaborating with Lorraine Murphy, absolute gun. She's a beautiful, big-hearted woman with some amazing ideas under her belt and ways of navigating life and business and such a genuine desire to serve. I mean, I I knew this about this woman from many, many years ago, but she's come into her own as well and experiencing all of this and being in this experience with her, it all just flowed with so much ease and grace and without um, force. You know, we never attempted to force our workshops to match or work together, but somehow what I would create in the morning sessions would beautifully open the crew for Lorraine's sessions and it just then would continue to flow back to me. It was just such a really powerful, symbiotic, ecstatic experience actually. I think we even marvelled at it. We were like, what is this sorcery? What is going on? This is incredible. Absolute magic. So I am really allowing myself to own that experience, to sit in that experience, to honour it, and to honour my gifts, my own wisdom, and to not hold back in any way. I don't think I have been at all in my career, but something felt feels unlocked since that, that retreat, to be honest. Like I said, I've put my crown on and I'm not taking it on. So what I really wanted to share with you today is 
the six key themes or main lessons that I took away from retreat. So I haven't actually finished listening to Lorraine's episode. I specifically stopped when she was just giving details about the incredible retreat and the program and how it all flowed because I didn't want to hear her themes or her summary of the themes before I recorded this. I actually drafted this a couple of days ago, so it would be really interesting for those of you listening, if you listen to both of our episodes and also for myself to see where we see things differently and where we also see things similarly. But this is what has landed for me, and I wanted to share with you these three, sorry, six, (laughs) let's double that, Claire, these six themes from the retreat, because I feel that every single one of these themes slash lessons is something that we can all resonate with at some point in our life, if not all of them at the same time. And each of these came through from many of the attendees, but also from me processing alongside them. So I hope that there's something here that lands for you and please scribble it down, take note of it. And even if it doesn't, you might find that it um, percolates within you and starts to grow into a little bit of a seedling over time, which is what I find often with these ideas that kind of other people present and you go, that sounds really interesting. And then slowly over time, it finds its way, takes root and it, uh, it grows into something really big and powerful for you. So let's start with number one. Number one, it's time to unpack the boxes. So many of us go through so many different experiences that break us, that test us, that leave us feeling really wobbly and on shaky ground. And like this particular guest on the retreat, many of us deal with what we have to deal with and then quickly compartmentalize. We box everything back up, we package everything back away, and we think that we've dealt with it. But the issue here is that eventually these boxes or these compartments overspill. We can't close them down anymore. We can't push the lid on. We can't squish everything back down no matter how hard we try. The result, uncontrollable tears, overwhelming anxiety, despair, rock bottom, feeling flat, feeling overwhelmed and just unsure how to move forward. So it's time to unpack the boxes. And begin the healing. There's no more squishing and compartmentalizing at all. We open up the box one box at a time. We peer inside and we say, oh, hey there. There you are. Okay, let's do this. So let this be an invitation to you. What box have you left unattended? Is it perhaps time to drag that box out, to dust it off and to open it up? And how would it serve you to actually look at it and heal it, to look at what's within and be willing to gently and softly attend to it? Can you possibly see and feel the difference that it could make in your life if you stopped the boxing up process and actually allowed the overspill to happen and to be felt and then therefore to be healed? Maybe there is a calling for change for you in some way. So let that be or let this be your wake-up call. It's time to unpack those boxes. That was probably one of the biggest ones that stood out for me. So number two, it's time to clear out those spaces. So in a session where Lorraine asked me to step in and teach a little bit on energy management, so in terms of vibration, frequency, inner energy, outer energy, a huge theme came up during this circle and during this workshop around spaces 
So what became really obvious and apparent for so many in this group was that it's time to clear out or change up the spaces that we are living in and working in and that we are energetically affected by. So one beautiful woman on this retreat was literally describing to us her living arrangements that she's on the ground floor of her mother's home, so obviously there to take care of her elderly, unwell mother. And her mother lives above her on the top floor. And then above her mother in the attic is all of her mother's old stuff that has a lot of history and is unnecessary junk feeling and getting in the way in some mental, emotional, physical way. And I remember turning to her and saying, you're literally sleeping underneath your mother's stuff. So not just literally sleeping under her mother's physical stuff, but literally sleeping under her mother's stuff, her mother's emotional baggage. And that was a really big light bulb moment, not just for this particular woman, but for most of the women in this group. These relationships, we all have them. We have relationships with certain people in our life. Maybe it's your mother or your father or your sister or somebody else. They have their own wounds and their own pain points. This beautiful woman on retreat felt literally weighed down by her mother's presence, but also by her mother's stuff. And it wasn't lost on me that that space needed changing. Literally living underneath something was leaving her feeling exactly as she was describing, heavy, over-exhausted, broken, depressed. So sometimes we do have these duties, right? We have these duties to care for an elderly parent. We can't just, I'm going to clear you out and cut you out and off we go, we're done with that, I'm not going to do that. We have a certain duty and that's the good and right thing to do. Or we have a busy life that prevents us from doing so many of those additional tasks that need doing, like clearing out the garage or the spare room or tending to your home office that's become the laundry room. We have cupboards bursting with stuff and with junk that we just keep pushing stuff in and turning away from. Or maybe there's a living situation that's quickly suffocating you or even a relationship that's quickly suffocating you. Maybe you're living in an environment with way too much furniture and there's not enough space and not enough light and not enough simple living happening for you and it feels really cluttered and confusing and congested and therefore in your mind you feel cluttered and confused and congested. So it sounds like a really simple solution but often we don't realise until we are shown or highlighted or that we really look at it in this way, how much these physical spaces, these living arrangements that we have, these unattended to corners or areas of our home, how much all of this is affecting our own energy, our flow, our healing. I am not an expert in room space clearing, energy clearing in spaces or rooms or feng shui. can't remember if I said that right. <laughs> But I have had my own experience, as many of you know, following along on this podcast with living in an environment that felt very, very heavy and challenging and stagnant and stuck and the energy of the place that we literally lived upon, the land, was just bruised and battered. So I know how it feels. I know how it can affect all areas of your life. So how can we, when you think about that, how can we make progress in our business or in our love relationships or create the freedom that we want or uh, up-level in areas that we need to or change up our health or create a positive shift in some way when we feel so stifled and restricted and held back and stagnant and stuck and heavy? 
How is it possible to cultivate that inner lightness and that sense of ease and grace that you want if everything we look at feels dark and heavy and tied down? And not to mention how many of us ignore that sixth sense, that intuition that you have, which is what I had, sensing energy being off in your home. So knowing that you could keep sprucing up the space, you could keep getting the space energy cleared, you could keep lightening the physical container, but actually something energetically is happening on the land. That actually, in conversation with many of the women on retreat, came up way more than I was expecting. Many women in that room saying, I've actually felt this in our place for years. So I highly do recommend looking into an energy clearer, a space clearer. I recommend my beautiful friend Shananda, S-H-U-N-A-N-D-A. If you just type in Shananda into Google, she'll come up. Um, but of course, your own Reiki healer, Feng Shui, energetic room clearer is also a great idea, whoever comes to mind. But all that aside... Just what's going on in your home that you could clean up? What's one space that you could literally clean up, clear and clean and clear out? So moving on to number three, just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean that you should too. So this is for those of us who are addicted to self-growth, to healing, to transformation, or maybe any other area of your life. This jumps out at you. Once we're in circles with like-minded people, whether that is, you know, in that self-development space or whether it is a completely different area for you, it can feel really amazing, powerful and very purposeful to move forward with transformation and to jump on the bandwagon with what everybody else is doing. So, you know, maybe somebody's booking in for XYZ Energy Healer and you think, oh, maybe I need that too. Or someone's booked in to see XYZ Coach. Oh, maybe I need that too. Or XYZ is going to go off and do a massage. Oh, maybe I need that too. So here is the thing, right? I opened up a few hours on retreat to facilitate these face-to-face healing sessions that I mentioned. And after one or two women approached me for a private one-on-one session, I sensed a few other women kind of entering that FOMO state. Most of the women that came to me for a session were genuinely feeling into themselves and their own intuition and genuinely wanting to work with me and to create some change for themselves, which is awesome. And a couple of them, I could sense were like, oh, should I do this? Everyone else is doing this. Why are they doing this? Do I need this? So some of them began to approach me to ask me if I had time for a session. And I made it very clear with those individuals that perhaps for them, their path might not be to rush into fixing, improving and changing today. That maybe their sovereignty is calling them forward to just be with what's unfolding for themselves. And just because somebody else is choosing to take that path right now doesn't mean that you should or that you should right now, that perhaps you might in the future. But the real question is, do you want to do that right now? Do you feel to do that right now? Not does your ego think you should because everybody else is. So perhaps as an example, you're just meant to sit with what's opened up with you and to feel into that and be with that completely. And that in itself is actually the healing that you need. In the end, every session that I facilitated was exactly what each of those women needed and me too and was very powerful. And the couple of women that had approached me initially and then didn't go ahead with it actually ended up saying, you know what, it was really good to just honour where I'm at and to not follow everybody else. And that really worked for me today. So that might be a really powerful lesson for you. Just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that you should too. 
Which brings me to number four, the next theme, and that is it's okay and safe for you to feel what you feel. This particular group of women on retreat were so incredibly vulnerable, open, willing, and supportive of each other from pretty much day one. After a little bit of warming up, it was quite astounding to witness how open these women were and how quickly they allowed themselves to feel and share. It was amazing for me as a facilitator, as an energy medicine practitioner, as a yoga teacher, as a meditation teacher, a guide, to stand in front of these women on our miracle mornings every morning. And like I said, it wasn't just yoga. It was an energy medicine experience. And to witness tears flowing and to see women learning how to work with their own energy being and to honour and be with the healing that was flowing, usually via tears, through them. And the love that was held within that space for each woman during her release was also incredible. And it became a very clear thread. Yes, feeling all of this is okay. Yes, feeling this is healing. Yes, feeling this is safe. And what if that in itself, just feeling, is what you're needing in terms of your healing? How often have you just let yourself be with the felt sense of that shadow unraveling within you or that block or that belief unpacking? How often have you been with the felt sense of discomfort and pain about something that you've held back or blocked away or shut down or boxed away? And what if you don't need to rush off and do something with it? Like I said, you don't need to fix it just because everyone else is. You don't need to get someone to sort you out straight away. But what if just feeling in a safe way, in a way that feels good and okay for you, is exactly what you need? And I know it's uncomfortable at times. I know that throughout the four days together I witness women in our morning sessions, sometimes mid-energy healing or yoga flow, literally sob and shake and have a really powerful floodgates wide open kind of release. And I can see, I could see the, the, the grief, I could see the pain, I could see the intensity, the feelings were being felt, but it was a thing beautiful. And I hope that each of those women walked away with at least some understanding that feeling is powerful, okay, and safe. And it is okay for them to feel more often. And even more beautifully at Lorraine's retreat, which I wholeheartedly backed, the women in these groups allowed each other to feel. They allowed each other to feel. So no one rushed in to brush away the tears or soothe the women in their feeling state or pat them on the back and say, it's okay, honey, do you want tissue, do you want a glass of water? Nobody did that. Nobody said anything. Nobody changed that experience or energetically placed themselves into that experience. We would simply send our love, an energetic wave of love, hold space for that person, but also stay in our boundary, in our container. There might have been a tissue that was passed discreetly, but it was clear that each of those women were guided at the beginning by Lorraine to not invade in a woman's feeling space and feeling state. And that's something for all of us to learn. If you're ever chatting with a friend and she's feeling, let her feel. Don't rush in and fix it. Don't soothe it. Don't do what people do to children and distract them from their feelings. Honour them, see the feeling and hold space while they feel. So theme number five, spirituality can be relatable. So 
So this is not so much a theme that carried throughout the whole retreat, but it did come up and I just have to share it. It still makes me smile when I remember it. And if anybody's listening who was on the retreat, I'm sure you're going to hear this and have a little giggle too. So during dinner one night, a group of the attendees, maybe it was the last dinner, told me that what they loved about me was that I was equal parts spiritual. So I'm totally ad-libbing here. I can't really remember exactly what they said. Equal parts spiritual. I'm probably most likely the most spiritual slash soulful person that they'd ever met, whatever that means, and yet incredibly relatable. So if you know me, you know that, yes, I'm gentle, and yes, I'm soft, and yes, I'm grounded and calm, but I'm also fiery, and I'm also human, and I swear occasionally, and I take the piss, and I'm a bit sarcastic, And I can get a little bit moody and a bit fiery at certain points. And I share life. I share my own trials and tribulations. I'm authentic about my relationships and my parenting struggles. I don't gloss over everything and I don't do small talk very well. I'm real and I'm also Middle Eastern. So, you know, you're not really going to get too many airs and graces from me. Not a lot of filters. Um... So there's not this like, oh, I'm acting like a yogini vibe and I'm a spiritual person and, oh, I'm only vegan and I will sit separate from you guys because I want to be in my space. I'm not like that. I am to some degree, but the majority of me is a human being, a real-life woman. So when they shared this with me, I sat with it. It was completely fine. And I was like, wow, okay, this is really interesting and very cool. And then I went off to my room and I was falling asleep and I had this realisation about why this was kind of niggling at me. And that was that there was a few times a few years ago where I was questioning if others in the external world would receive my brand of spirituality, my wellness, my healing, how I am in terms of a spiritual, soulful guide alongside my authentic, relatable, very real, you know, this is just me, Claire, self. Could I actually be both? Could I be taken seriously if I was quirky and sometimes cheeky and a bit sarcastic and occasionally swearing and real and honest and truthful? Could that actually be possible? Could I be legitimate in that field and that industry if I was like this? So I realised that stepping into the both and of myself, so both spiritual and relatable, that I had been given permission by these women in this moment to fully own all of that and that they were seeing me and saying, we see you like this and we love this and we honour this and we want more of this. But I was also giving these women permission to do the same for themselves, that they could find their own light practice, that they could be spiritual in their own way, that they could show up for these kind of experiences and bring these practices back into their life, but also love a martini and maybe want to stay up late and have a chat for hours on end or swear or tell dirty jokes or whatever it is. All of it, all of it, all of it at their choosing and that it doesn't take away from either or. They can be both and. And... These women have confirmed this for me the next morning at breakfast. I think I, I said something like, oh, is this is this what you mean by being relatable? Something that I'd said. And they said, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. But, you know, you, you give other people permission to be authentic, Claire, because you're authentic. There's not this wall between us and you, even though what you do is very different to what we do. And I really love and admire these women for sharing that with me and for helping me see more of myself, but also more... So really loving and respecting the power of authenticity. 
and that authenticity creates abundance, it creates flow, it creates ease, it creates joy, it creates connection, and that's everything to me. So the sixth and final theme here is more yin. Find your feminine and go to your womb. So a common desire came through very early on with these women, and that was the desire to be more or to access more of their yin energy, their feminine energy. And to me, that represents womb energy. So I guided these women through across their three main morning practices, through three main centers of a woman's body, which is the womb for power, the heart for passion, and the third eye for purpose and vision, which is something that I recently learnt and have come to understand in a much deeper way by Anna Otera, who is my teacher in the Magdalene womb yoga training that I'm currently doing. So through yoga and breath work and energy sequences and kriyas, we did just that. We tapped more into yin. We found our feminine and we worked with that powerful creatrix creation energy that is the womb. It became really obvious that most of us frequently and even in our relaxation spaces or exercise time tap into a masculine space, which is really purposeful and we need that masculine energy and it is driven and focused and fruitful and it helps us get shit done, basically. But it was really clear for me and in discussion with these women that so many of us are disconnected from a very clear truth that our power as women lives in our womb space. It lives in our yin space. It lives in that energy of resting before we rise and that the rise is possible because we rest. Or that the explosion and the energy to drive through with the masculine is possible because we tap into our fluid, feminine, yin energy which directly is a polar opposite to that masculine energy. When we are in our womb space, when we are in our feminine space, we actually create more of what we want and then we use the masculine energy to action it. We power up from our womb space and we experience bliss and joy and delight and abundance from this womb portal. Ideas from the cosmic realm, they drop in, they land in our mind and what we tend to do is rush to try and make it happen from the head. So the idea has come and we go, oh, off we go, action, 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 write the lists, make it happen, turn that idea into something. But what happens if we let that seed drop a little deeper down into our womb center, where we nurture it to grow in this really fertile land, we can then become pregnant with that seed of life, that seed, that cosmic idea that turns into a creative project or one of the most powerful things you've ever done or a child, for example, or a new way forward or a solution or a sense of flow and ease and grace. You have to let it land deeper within and access that feminine energy so that it actually can grow. I hope that's making sense. So this is the missing piece, I feel, learning to work with and access the womb energy, the divine feminine space, and to live and be in more feminine ways. And I don't mean to lessen your masculine, I mean to just balance it out. And right now, most of us are 90% in masculine. Even the yoga practices that I shared each morning, some of them who had practiced yoga frequently were like, this is the slowest, most... Um, uh, intuitive and flowy style of yoga that I've ever practiced and yet I still feel deeply stretched and moved and opened 
and yet so much more integrated and aligned when I finish. I don't feel my nervous system is frazzled. I feel reconnected. I feel um, tuned in. And that's precisely what I was trying to achieve for them, to be able to access that feminine energy and see that that's actually where we get our energy from, where we get this never-ending source of prana, of life, of aliveness. And I believe so much of what unfolded on this retreat, including those big releases I mentioned before and the more painful moments of healing, all came from accessing this space, accessing this feminine space that um, is just so fluid and powerful and non-linear and circular and spirally, dropping into the feminine and allowing the flow to follow on creates so much more, is more powerful and empowering for us than when we stay only in our masculine space, which can become really toxic and out of balance for us. And then we end up pushing, 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 pushing. <clears throat> so I've been back for a few days now and I definitely feel more aligned, integrated and present. I'm definitely more able to get lots of stuff done and enjoy it. And I feel so much more present with my children um, I'm more willing to just slow right down, like to sit and play with them a little bit more and to be present with their conversations more. Um, I'm, I'm tired, like I can feel energetically that I've just been in a permanent state of restoration this week, so there's been a little bit more sleep happening overnight. There's been uh, a doing of less and not overloading my plate, but it's been a very busy week straight back into life with school pickups and lunches and prepping for my daughter's sixth birthday, which is actually today. Um, it's been big. So I do feel low in energy, but not negatively so. I'm just very aware of maintaining and caring for and nurturing my energy. So my body's asking for more sleep. I'm giving her that. So I am going to leave it there for you. If anything has jumped out and you'd like to connect, feel free to email me at claire at claireobade.com or you can DM me on Instagram, Obeyed underscore, or you're welcome to leave a comment or connect with me in any way that feels right for you so that we can have a chat about this and take it further if that feels good for you. Of course, any questions that you have specifically, I'm happy to answer as well. I'm always happy to hear from you and to know what's landed for you within these episodes. And there's one thing I'll leave with you here. At the end of each session, Lorraine would always ask her attendees to write down one thing that they would action immediately within the next 24 hours to create momentum rather than just contemplating, reflecting, learning, downloading, but not doing anything for it, not taking any action. So she would take this beautiful feminine experience of expressing and opening and revealing and sharing and then driving it through the masculine and asking them to actually do one thing. One thing. So maybe it's something that's jumped out at you from today and you've scribbled down a name of a healer or something like that. Just maybe research that person or send an email to connect or write down a quote that you've heard that you'd really like to keep. Whatever it is, just do one thing. I hope that you've enjoyed this. And if you're wanting to reach out to me to work directly one-on-one -on -one or to come along to any of my upcoming workshops, do let me know. And a, as a little thing to drop at the end here, many people on this retreat have said to me that I most definitely need to host a retreat, that this is part of my path and future calling. I'm still landing with that and still feeling into that. But if it's jumped out at you, I would love to hear that from you if that's something that you feel to share. So, of course, 
you can hit me up with an email or a DM and share your thoughts on that. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that you are so well and happy and smiling with me to Send you so much love. Thank you so much for tuning into Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and the ears of those who need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing them a favor. You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobade underscore. Thank you for being part of this soul-led journey through motherhood and womanhood.